Hello there, and welcome to episode 66 of Unknown Regions Podcast. I am your host, Michelle, and with me, as always, is your other host, my son, Colin. Yo. Two episodes, two weeks in a row. What? Wild. <laughs> What's going on? It's, it's, um, I don't know. The planets are aligning somehow in our favor. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> things aren't like, I mean, they're busy, but manageable to be able to have an hour now. Yes. How so, nice. Yeah. How nice of you. I did drive through a deluge to get here, however, just because I know my, I don't trust my computer. I don't trust it to hold anything or transfer anything or do anything right. So oh, I've been driving, I've yeah. been driving my butt down to the city. To right. do this here podcast, which uh, before we get started talking about The Mandalorian Season 3, Chapter 21, The Pirate, mm. I want to um, promote the fact that I will be on a panel at Star Wars Celebration in London in not more than like a week and a half. Is that true? Oh, geez. Okay. Wow, I think so. Um, But anyway, it is called Galaxy Brains, Star Wars Speculation Through the Years. And it is hosted by uh, my good friend and hopefully your good friend, Kara DJ, who is a incredibly good fanzine artist and collage artist. Her fanzine's called Into a Larger World, and you should subscribe because it's really, really cool. Mm. And she's like the nicest person ever. And invited me and uh, her other friend, Robin Arnold, to be on this panel that she's hosting. So if you're at Celebration, the panel is on Monday, April 10th at 1230 on the university stage. And hopefully we're going to get it recorded and hopefully it'll end up on your YouTube space at some point, sometime. Who's doing that? uh, I'm not sure. Okay. (laughs) That's why I say hopefully it's going to get recorded and end up on youtube did someone say that they were gonna record it um somebody did offer to maybe record it so we'll see hopefully that'll go well and yeah that'll be that'll be awesome so it's cuckoo bananas that this is happening but it is happening and we've had two little meetings and it's going to be a super fun time and hopefully um well because we're at we have a monday slot it's ideal because we'll be able to talk about speculate about anything stuff that came up over the weekend mm. it turned out it turned out yeah, that's pretty cool it actually. turned out nicely for us yeah all right mandalorian season three chapter 21 the pirate written by john favreau directed by peter ramsey okay and it was weird because i had heard scuttlebutt that it was going to be um bryce dallas howard but oh. then it wasn't so i'm not sure what's going on but Peter Ramsey directed Spider-Man uh, into the Spider-Verse. Mm, respect. Like, actually, my favorite anim- like my favorite, I can't even say animated superhero. I think it's my favorite superhero movie. Yeah, that's fair. It's very good. Remember when we went to see that? Yeah, it's really good. And our brains were, like, yeah. <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, so that's really cool that they got him to do an episode. And it was a good, a really good episode, too. I true, thought. true, true. Yeah, your that's thoughts? Good. I actually think it was probably, let me think. It might be the best one this season so far. 
I think it might be. Uh, Mines of Mandalore is up there for me. I mean, yeah, that's pretty good. But. Uh, no. Uh, maybe. This one maybe. almost made me cry. So, because it was just, uh, we love when we're correct. We love when we're right about something. <laughs> oh, God. There's... We love when we can say, I told you so. You're so annoying. <laughs> As Delaney would say, you are so annoying. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that eventually. I'm when... my glasses. Glasses? My head hurts. What kind of glasses? You don't wear glasses. Some shades. Oh, sunglasses. Okay. Um. So I just have in my notes. Anyways, Mandalorians versus pirates is what we're doing. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Um. Well. Oh, totally. Sense. Totally. I liked that the music in the intro when they showed the title card, the pirate. It was like piratey music. But um. You know, Disney and pirates. Yeah, true. Hand in hand. Hand in hand. And to the point, like, there is a Smee in this show. I mean, in this episode of the show. There's a guy, there's an Ugnaught dressed exactly like Mr. Smee. (laughs) It was so weird. Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that's like his, I don't know if he's, um, first mate or something. I don't know what he is, but, um. There's an Ugnaught on the on the bridge of the ship with with Pirate King. Yeah, okay. and I do remember he that. has like a teal and white striped shirt. I think he has a red little sash. I mean, it was it was freaking Smee. They did it on purpose. There's no chance they did not. Mm, okay, so fair point. I mean, yeah, Disney has um, they have free reign for the pirate. I mean, the pirate uh, pirate what is uh, um, real estate? Yes, Peter Pan, Pirates of the Caribbean, Treasure Planet. Mm. Speaking of, by the way, in Treasure Island, in class we talked about Fantasia yesterday. What class? Sound recording technology. Ooh. Six, because we were talking about the, we were talking about surround sound. This is the first time we've talked about surround sound. Oh. And apparently, Fantasia was like. Made in 1940, by the way, which is yeah. crazy. Apparently, they tried remastering it in like 2000, mm-hmm, but then that. they took them off the shelves because it wasn't as good as the original, <laughs> which is crazy. I've never heard of that happening. Like for a company to just be like, "Old is better," like 100%. We're not selling this because that. But apparently, what they did was I went the, to see that. I went to the see new that one? in the theater. The new one. No, I think the, it was Fantasia with the, oh, cool, like cool, cool, the cool, re-release. Cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, apparently, like, what? Apparently, they had like a bunch of recording engines because back in like the in 1940, dude, there was no such thing as like eight track record. Like, you couldn't record eight things at the same time using right. the same device. Right. You could record one thing onto one device. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Super antiquated stuff. But so what they did was they had like eight people go underneath the stage <laughs> in the Philadelphia Orchestra Hall. Yeah. And they like would record around, they would walk around underneath wow. the orchestra. I don't really know, like, I don't really know why they were underneath it. I think it was just because like, there's, you can't just like walk through the orchestra. So like, that's the best yes, option. Yeah. And maybe the floor was thin or something, but that, but they that's were wild. able to create like, they and they took all eight of these like recorders and synced them with like eight synchronization device. Like there was a huge rig that was just like made for this. Bill Garrity is the guy who like That's designed cool. everything. He's kind of a genius. He invented the pan pot. Do you know what that is? No. That's the thing that allows us to do that with sound, like move it left and right. 
Oh. He invented that for Fantasia. That was the first time there was sound that actually moved between the spectrum. Fascinating. Within the spectrum. Yeah, it's really cool. Anyway, pirates. Pirates. <laughs> pirates. Um, this ship, I love a ship that looks like a bird of prey. Just period. It doesn't matter what mm. what franchise it is. You know. Star Galactica. Mm. Bird of prey. The birds of prey. The Klingon birds of prey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, true, true, true. So this good. ship, I, w- I don't think it has a name. They just keep calling it. The pirate the cor- corsair, course, but that's yeah. like it's that's that's just a <laughs> common noun. That's not a name. Yeah, true. So I kind of wish they had named her because I loved her. Yeah, it's a cool ship. I barely knew. And it actually, it but... had that um, had that camouflage that you that would be painted on like battleships yeah, in World War One or World yeah. War Two. It's just it was very it's cool. cool. It had a, how it had like actual pirate cannon holes that opened up and yeah, it was really clever. Yeah, it was very cool. Um. Anyway, kind of getting ahead, but in the in the little I knew I know I said I wasn't going to watch these anymore because I kind of got spoiled on the Mythosaur because of it. But I did watch the um, little snip like um, beforehand. Yeah, the little what is that called? You know, forward or disclaimer this week or previously on like that. Yeah, Yeah. And. I forgot that I didn't forget that Grief Karga offered Mando some land, but it did get past me that he offered him land by the hot springs. So indeed, I just kind of thought that. Okay. Why is that weird? It's not weird. It's just that Navarro is such a fascinating planet. It is pretty weird. It's honestly crazy. And I remember talking about it in depth. Like yeah. The first season, how it's so cool that. There's lava like right there under the surface. And yeah, it's yeah. crazy that this town is here. So it makes sense that there's a hot spring because if there's like a spring, then the then the volcanic lava is heating it. Yep. I don't know. You know me and the it's metaphor sus. thing. It's just like so it's gonna be like a volcanic eruption or something. No, no, no. I just think it's symbolic that that would be gonna, pretty cool. They're they're now to jump far ahead into this episode. They're now going to be settling mm-hmm. by the water that's yeah. heated from under. I don't know. It's just cool, man. All right, <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> it's just a cool little thing for sure, for sure. That I like. That'd be kind of cool if there was like a giant volcanic eruption in Star Wars or something. Yeah, because really we've only seen. Um, yeah, and, but those aren't really volcanoes, though. Like they're just kind of like they just like burst up, I guess. Like solar flares, kind of more than like that'd be kind of sick to, for just like a massive volcano to erupt in Star Wars and just everyone like was running away. Or, you know? <laughs> it'd be kind of cool, like a real life natural thing. I mean, there was that flood in Bad Batch. Yeah. So they're experimenting. So I guess, um, but like you know, what the? Why can't I think of the name of the planet? The volcano planet. Mustafar. Mustafar. My God. Um, it would it's it was it's always been interesting to me that Navarro has this lava, but it's not like Mustafar. Like it's not right, literally right. taking That's over true. the planet. It's just yeah. under the surface and they kind of use it to their advantage sometimes. So right. anyway, that's neither here nor there. I just like Navarro as <laughs> in general. Yeah, that's cool. Uh okay, so we start out with 
um, Grief Karga being like Mr. City Planner. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to move. What was it? He wants to move the, um, the, the trade, the market or the. Um... Yeah. He's like, we we got to move our we got to move our commerce back and forth. So we should move this over by there and then it'll be easier. And oh, yeah. What about a train? Why don't we do a train? And then they get attacked by the pirates. Yep. So um, I really like Grief Karga this season. He's very interesting and he's yeah. kind of funny. I actually forgot until this episode that he used to be bad. I know. <laughs> well, no, I didn't forget. I was but... very surprised actually to hear that. I'm like, wait, what? Remember? What? He used to be bad. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Redemption. Because then, then you know what happened? Because uh... then he got like attacked by that animal or whatever and Grogu healed him. Remember? Remember? Oh, yeah. We are talking ancient history. We are talking yeah. pre- Rise of Skywalker. That happens. Whoa. Because then everybody yeah. was like, oh my God, Ray's gonna force heal somebody. <laughs> yeah. And then she did. Yeah. So um yeah. Yeah. first. Grief Karga. Talk about your your character arc. Yeah, um, too. But it's cool. I mean, it's very it's interesting that these like he was buddies with these pirate guys, and now yeah. And now it's coming back to kind of bite him in the in the rear a little bit. But that's okay because he's a new man and he has new friends. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's gonna work out actually yeah. swimmingly. Indeed, it does. It works very well. <laughs> it's gonna work for everybody. All the homies. Yeah. Uh so they get attacked. Friendship. Yeah, they get they get attacked. Oh, I did want to mention too. When Pirate King Gorian Shard and whoever came up with that name. It's good. Solid. Very good. Many, many snaps. It's such a funny but cool name. Dorian, Dorian Sharp. Gorian Shard. No, I'm saying you can, it's oh. two letters away for each, one, one letter on each word away from being music stuff. Oh, Dorian Sharp. Yes, yes. <gasps> I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It doesn't make any sense, actually, though, because. I mean, it does. Why does why doesn't it? Wait, because I mean, it does it doesn't work. <laughs> There's no sharps in Dorian mode. Uh, the, it's totally not even in the same planet of the conversation. It's not <laughs> okay. even relevant at all. Okay. Pretend I didn't say anything. I'm just saying that the words were they're similar. musical terms. Yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Okay. Um, who? Oh, we haven't even talked about him because we really <clears throat> haven't talked about the Mandalorian very much. Yeah. But he is Davy Jones with a seaweed beard instead of tentacles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even though he's a space pirate. Yeah. He still has a seaweed face, which I think is funny. It is funny. <laughs> he's a cool character. I like him. We have another like Captain Kennedy character who like just gets got. Sucks. Do you think he got got? Do you think he's going to be back? Dude. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I mean, he got blown up. Okay, he got I blown guess. up. Blown I guess. I I just don't want to say goodbye to him yet. I guess I'm trying to be optimistic. Mm. But yeah, he's probably gone. Yeah, I think he's dead. That other guy got away though. He'll be back. Oh yeah, because he sucks. I hate that dude. He looks. I hate that, bro. He reminds <laughs> me of Squidward. Is that what Literally, gonna just gonna say that. Ah! Yes. But he also reminds me of that character in which Marvel movie was that? Who also got called Squidward? Like, oh. I think Iron Man <laughs> literally called him Squidward in uh, Avengers. Oh, it's like the guy who like floats around and yeah, yeah. He's like one of Thanos's henchmen. Yeah, yeah, that one. 
I don't know his name. I don't either, but he he looks really a lot like that guy. That's true. And reminds me of that guy. Yeah. But yeah, he does <laughs> scootered. Yeah. Um, okay, so they get attacked, and Grief Karga is not abandoning his people. True. He's such a stand-up guy now. He is. And he cares about his town. So he sends a message to um new republic guy uh teva 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 <laughs> new republic guy new republic guy pilot he's actually he's not really down with the new republic so much he's like got a lot of issues with the new republic True. but um i'm gonna say a lot of people after this episode aired and people watched it a lot of people said that they wished that the um there's a show that was coming out right yes a lot of people are upset now because they're like oh wait that could have been good <laughs> without her anyway. And, you know, so. it does feel like, especially this episode, that they're taking stuff probably from that. From what was going to be canceled in. show. That's what it feels like. And putting it into oh, the Mandalorian now. Because especially that little epilogue, that was very odd little yeah thing at the end you remember that did you yeah you didn't turn it off did you thinking no. that was the end of the okay that was interesting <laughs> um yeah i got ideas about that yeah yes, so i do as well we'll see what your ideas are um yeah so he sends his sos and we see this new republic base vietnam <laughs> first of all they did. He did mention the name of his his little base yeah. or whatever in season two, and I put a pin in it in my head. Okay, because it's Adelphi. Adelphi, yeah. That's it. But now it's like, okay, I see what you're doing. I mean, Delphi, right? Like Delphi, I guess. The or Oracle. like yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely a reference to the Oracle of Delphi or Delphi. Which um why don't you you Oh god. No, you don't want to talk about it? Okay. Uh, well, I'll talk I mean, about whoa, 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 whoa. I mean I can say like I can say what an Oracle is. <laughs> well, that particular Oracle though was like the big head yeah. honcho oracle. That was the Oracle that like the gods consulted, wasn't it? That was the Oracle of Apollo. Oh, okay, okay. That's fair. All right. And, you know, this Oracle was, like I said, the big head honcho Oracle, like everybody most respected uh, her visions and prophecies were, you know, people live their lives by what this right, woman right, right. said. Yeah. So the fact that that's the name of his little group or their base or Maybe the squadron is called that. I'm not really sure. I, I He did say base at Adelphi, though. So yeah, I yeah. think it's the base, at least. He's literally the prophesizer. Like, he's 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 telling them straight up. There's something going on. I mean, look, I can t I just know there's something going on. And they're just like, I got paperwork. Go away. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very cute what that they named it that. They are not subtle when they name things. No. They're just not subtle Which, ever on this show. <sighs> kind of gets annoying. I bit. mean, it's kind of funny, though. I mean, it's like it was <laughs> funny at first, but now it's kind of like, oh, my God, it's so canned. Like, but it's don't okay. Don't be that guy. I'm sorry, dude. I just I want. It is a kids show. Subtlety is good. It is a kids show though, too. But dude, look at like how much is subtle in like other things for kids though. Like 
I don't know. Oh, National Weather Service, severe thunderstorm warning. Oh. Tell me about it. I just drove through it. <laughs> Thanks for the notice an hour ago. I don't know. I'm just being grumpy. Um, I got a headache. Anyway, I thought that was really cute. But yeah, the t the Oracle at Adelphi was um, specifically supposed to be she was channeling Apollo. Yes. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of Apollo's sisters, Athena. Okay. <laughs> which I always equate to the armorer because of her owl-esque. Yeah, sure. Helmet. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. they're really they're they're vibing on a Greek mythology channel. Also, isn't really, Athena really like isn't Athena related to Hephaestus? Hephaestus. I think Hephaestus. they're kind of all related. I think they're siblings. <laughs> I think they are too. Because she has those um Zeus hammers. Twelve hundred thousand kids. Hammers, so. you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If she had, like, a shield, that would be super obvious. But I think she has hammers, which is kind of an interesting dichotomy between, like, the masculine and feminine kind of thing. It totally Hephaestus is. and Athena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, which also ties back into Battlestar Galactica and Katie Sackhoff being on the oh, show. Yeah. That's true. Like, I think... Weren't they looking for the... or Weren't they looking for the oracle oh, of... Yeah. Apollo? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was it? <gasps> Dang, yeah. Was I'm it pretty Apollo sure it is. Or was I'm it pretty Athena? sure it is. I don't think it's Athena. Here, hold on. I think it was Apollo. I'm pretty sure it is. So why would it be Athena? I don't know, but I just, again, we gotta we gotta rewatch Battlestar Galactica, Holmes. Let's hold do on. that this summer, maybe. Because more Katie Sackoff is yeah. is always good. Okay, he's looking that up real quick. But um, so at the at the uh, Adelphi base, there it was actually brought up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Chock full of Easter eggs. Okay, okay. I was gonna say, I brought up Battlestar Galactica in my physics class the other day, and it's pretty funny because <laughs> we were talking about um, we were talking about reflection and refraction, and, uh -huh. I, was and I and I every time I hear the word refraction, I always hear the word like frack, <laughs> and I cannot unhear that. <laughs> And I brought it up to my professor. I'm like, have you seen Battlestar Galactica? And she said, yeah. And I said, you know, like refraction? refraction. She's like, yeah, I hear that too. <laughs> like, heck yeah. Okay, well, it says Pythia was the name. No, not in Battlestar Galactica. That's what it says. That might have been. Yeah, but that was also like, that's related to Greece too. Anyway, look it up later. We got to talk about the episode because you are you got me on a time All right. crunch here. All right. Um, anyway, at this base, lots of Easter eggs. Deborah Chow, um, Rick F, because I refuse to butcher his name, mm. um, and Dave Filoni were all in the scene because, you know, they're pilots in the New Republic. What scene? In the, at the base, in the, like, the little rec room. Dave Filoni's in there? Yeah, he's oh, wearing- Oh, I did not see him. He's wearing his freaking hat. Oh my gosh, I did not see him at all. I did not see him at all. That's did crazy. You, what about Deb Chow? Did you see no. her? They were all sitting together at the bar, and Rick F. All sitting together at the bar. They, remember that cameo they yeah, had? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they're they're I hanging out. They're, they're hanging out at the base. That's funny. Um, lady Snaggletooth bartender, I thought of you because oh, yeah. Snaggletooth's like your favorite yeah. alien in the cantina. That's pretty exciting. She has some really curly locks. So. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> Very nice. The lush. Whereas Snaggletooth at the bar 
Exactly. Had alopecia. Oh. Poor guy. <laughs> I Dang. think. But yeah. um, that lady bartender, Misty Rosas, who we love, who is the frog lady. Oh, yeah. And the quill. Oh, you know what? The, I got in, that vibe. In the quill suit. I got that vibe. Yeah. Um, and apparently she's the Smee pirate, too. She was in the Ugnatsu. Oh, my gosh. She's basically running Lucasfilm now. <laughs> we Every love this alien. for her. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And last but certainly not least. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Zeb. Zeb. O-M-G. 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 Yeah, that's uh, cool. I mean, it makes total sense. Yeah. That he would show up in Mando because of the Ahsoka show that's coming with all the Rebels characters that are going to be in it. So he's probably going to pop up, but um interesting that he's a pilot now yeah am i missing something <laughs> he's like like a gunner did right? he like i don't he was not a pilot like he well, did maybe not he's pilot. a gunner though is what i'm saying maybe he's a gunner maybe but he had i think he had a pilot suit on but they both they both have suits on do they yeah oh true they do yeah now that you've watched battle of hoth a thousand times a thousand times god man <laughs> I know it backwards and forwards. Yeah, maybe he is a gunner. Huh. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure we'll find know. out more about yeah. him. But that begs the question. Where? Where's Hera? Is Hot Callus. Oh. <laughs> Live action. Where is Hot his Callus? husband? Oh, uh, dude, everyone's going to be so mad. He can't be far. Everyone's going to be so mad with the live action Callus. Why? Because I'm sure people are going to be like, not hot enough. <laughs> It's going to be so weird. It's going to be like so backwards. Like normally it's the other way around. I don't know. There's some pretty hot guys, I'm sure, running around. They could probably find somebody hot enough. Perhaps. To be hot callous. All right, let's keep going. Who could who could we Please. fan who could we fan cast? Oh like, no. Um Please. I don't know. I don't know. I'd I'd have to think about it. who's got the callous vibe. I have no but idea. But also man. hot enough to be hot callous. Anyway, <laughs> dude. Um yeah, I just he's gonna he's gonna show up, right? He's gonna show up in Ahsoka. Are you gonna watch Ahsoka? You've told me before that you were not gonna watch Ahsoka. No, what I said was I am going to watch it. All right, like I have to. It's like all right, all required right. of me. We're not gonna cover it week to week. Okay. Because what I've heard is the first half of the season is about Ahsoka. The second half is more about Ezra. Okay. And the rebels characters. So. Fair, you know, we'll do what feels comfy, and yeah, if it doesn't right. feel comfy, we won't we won't do it. Okay, that's why we have our own podcast. We don't have to do nothing. True for nobody. True. Okay, so basically, the story is that the New Republic is overwhelmed, and even if Teva asks for help, there's no way he's going to get it in time to help. To help Navarro. So he's basically like, I guess I just got to go there then and ask somebody face to face. So he's sick of the red tape. So he goes to Coruscant and he goes to, I guess, the guy. I don't know why. I don't know if he like reports to this guy or if he's somehow in his chain of command. I have no idea how he picks this mm. guy, but yeah, it's, sure. it's friggin Tim Meadows. <laughs> oh, is that uh tim meadows was the guy okay. in the office where he's like i need help and he's telling the jury don't you put that on my desk i've already got enough stuff uh, yeah, i don't need more like, and the, and <laughs> he just pushes it 
which is um, very office space. Yeah, yeah. The New Republic is so office space. It really is. That's a good observation. Um, everybody's working on TPS reports. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody has a red stapler. Everyone has Everybody. a Dell computer monitor. And I think this is a perfect, this is the perfect way to go about showing how the New Republic effed up so badly. Yeah, it is. It is. It's nice. Because they're not like evil. They're just lackadaisical. Yeah. They're not evil at all. No, I mean they. I mean, debatable. Maybe it, some of them. I mean, they're but. not evil. Their their intention is not to be evil. Yeah. But it's really, really interesting that they're taking this path with them because remember when Force Awakens was first like getting talked about and and you know in development or you started hearing leaks about what the story was going to be. Yeah. And. I you know, I just remember a lot of people being like, why are they even doing this? Because um, Return of the Jedi is the end of the story. Right, right, right. right. It's a happy ending. Yeah. I so mean, where do you go is. from here? Yeah. And how do you go from there? Yeah. And it is. it does kind of feel like that. Like when The Force Awakens came out, it is kind of like, wait, yeah, how did they get here? You know? So it's cool to see maybe how they got there. And, so do, and, you, do you think that, um, do you think that, What's his name? The antagonist who has not shown up. Gideon? Yeah. Do you think that he is going to be responsible partially for the First Order? Yeah, I do. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, I have an idea of maybe what's going to happen with him and why we don't hear about him at all. Yeah. And why we don't hear about the Mandalorians at all. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Sus. It is sus, isn't it? All right, go ahead whenever you're ready. I feel like nobody talks about that. That we get to the sequel trilogy and there's no Gideon and there's no Mandalorians. What? Uh, and nobody nobody really is noticing that. <laughs> I don't know. But it's been on my mind a lot lately because I'm I'm worried about them and baby Yoda. Grogu. <laughs> Grogu. Grow. Oh, by the way, um Brandon Brandon oh. um is very mad because <laughs> he's like, now I'm never going to be able to unhear the word grow in Grogu. And I said, Well, you're welcome. <sighs> it's my job to basically ruin things for people. Ruin things for him. <laughs> That's good. I'm very glad. Uh, first uterus is now Grogu. <laughs> what will the next thing be? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. That's, um, true. That's true. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. So um, he goes to Colonel Tuttle's office, a.k.a. Tim Meadows, who is perfect in this role. I have totally forgot he was going to be in the show. I remember they announced this casting a long time ago, and I was like, oh, my God, weird, and then forgot. So it was a surprise, mm -hmm. even though, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm senile and I forgot. So yeah. Um, so again, yeah. uh, names not being subtle. Tuttle is kind of, I think, a play on tut tut, like complaining, oh, okay. like you know, how that's like a noise and old fashioned. Yeah, 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 perhaps you know it from Winnie the Pooh. Tut mm. tut, it looks like rain. That's true. Tut tut, it looks like rain. It does. Um, so it's kind of a way of expressing disapproval or disbelief. And his name is Tuttle, so nice. 
Yeah. And then you have the Oracle guy standing there telling them the first order is coming and you're not paying any attention. Um, <laughs> so this scene was kind of cool. And then yeah, it was a cool scene. I, I remembered to write her name down this time so I wouldn't forget her name. Aaliyah Kane. Uh-huh. Officer G68. Mm-hmm. Katie O'Brien is so good. Firstly, is that the, the actress? The actor, okay. She's really, really good uh, in this yeah. part. Yeah. Threatening, but also this kiss assery that she was doing. I'm going to go down to Starbucks. Do you want anything? <laughs> Starbucks. Yeah. Um, she's just very good at playing, really walking that line so that yeah, she's still very villainous, but not enough so that that Tuttle notices <laughs> yeah, that she's yeah. being villainous and the stuff she was saying about how, well, you know, maybe if Navarro wanted some protection, maybe they would sign on to be a member of our little group, but they haven't. So Snap. F those people basically is her attitude. And uh, Tev is on to her. Tev has got a very, he's like me. He's got this vibe check and it doesn't fail him. He's right. He's right about her. He's like, well, that sounds like an imperial attitude to me. You know, they have their little um, back and forth. Uh, But basically, Colonel Tuttle says, we do not have the manpower to help out a planet that isn't even part of our members when we have member planets that need help, basically, is what he is told. So he's like, okay, well, next on the list, I'm going to go talk to Mando because I know Mando's not going to let his friend suffer. And uh, he finds the covert, the Mandalorian covert, on this cool planet, which did you, am I wrong? Did you bring up that this planet looks like 2001-ish? Yeah. But specifically, like, the end towards the end like into the infinite part when dave goes into the monolith and he sees all the crazy acid trip stuff oh yeah and you see like the landscapes yeah Yeah. that's what it that's what it reminds me of yeah yeah yeah. for sure um and we don't we're never getting a name of this planet i guess because now they've left so i mean honestly it's kind of cool it is a really cool planet they don't give you the name i um i wrote down yeah it's very 2001 and the way that it's like half water, half rock slash desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Pretty cool accurate. and metaphorical. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Um, for the Mandalorians, especially because they are being reborn in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's the water there, but they're also like wandering the desert. They have no home. Mm. Um, but they do live in a womb cave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. First womb of the episode. Yeah. That cave. Um, so yeah, metaphorically, it's perfect for them. Oh, and then the presence of all these water that like the armored water turtle crocodile thing. Yeah. And the actual dragon. Yeah. By the way, where are their dragon babies? Good question. Did they just leave them behind? (laughs) I I thought, I thought, I thought they were training. Yeah. I thought they were, um, foundlings. I mean, okay, I guess they haven't all permanently moved yet. Yeah, not yet. You better go back for your dragons. That's all I'm saying. True, true, true. Um, but yeah, this is kind of like them being caught between trying to evolve and grow and being pulled 
back to their old antiquated ways that really aren't serving them anymore. Um, I talked a ton about that in our last episode. Yes, yes. Basically a TED talk about the armor and the children of the watch and how they're not villains and how they are actually just need to grow. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. so happy. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Um, so the scene where they are uh having their their meeting, basically. And if you're holding the armor's hammer, you get to talk. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it's like Girl Scout, it's giving Girl Scouts, it's giving Boy Scouts, really? it's giving um a children's theater group that Delaney used to belong to <laughs> camp. It's giving sorority fraternity spirit stick cheerleading squad. It's giving a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. It was funny. I found it amusing. I actually. thought it was funny. Did you think it was funny? Yeah, that was kind of odd. <laughs> it's the spirit stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So what did you think when Paz Vizsla got up? I was ready to jump wow. through my screen and strangle him. I was him. also extremely mad. <laughs> I was extremely upset. I was actually vocal about it too. Were you really like, shut I was. up about I was like, it? Dude, I literally closed the computer. I was like, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. This is stupid. This is stupid. I hate this. Well, I hate this. Guess what? I don't care. I don't you care. You still don't like him. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I will say this. So far from caring about what he said. But like good for him, I guess. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, no, I don't want to move uh, on yet. Because uh, it is a it's, foresh- it's a foreshadow of what's going to happen happen later with the armor. Um, I think he's the one who freed freed what's his name. Oh please, no, he did not. He freaking hates that guy. What are you talking about? You're that is that is I'm, that I'm sure is he a, wants that dark saber, dude. That's all I'm saying. That I'm sure is he a, wants the dark saber back. Oh uh, come on! That he got it one time. That's so far fetched. That's so far fetched. Who know, else know. is going to have done it? That we know I of? I have theories, and we'll get to those. Um, the Death Watch. The Death Watch. They're back. I mean, they're cool. What was that guy's name? The Mandalorians that were kind of working with the Empire. Oh jeez. <sighs> Dude. What's that dude's name? Uh, maybe it'll come to me later when I'm not trying to think about it. Yeah. Anyway, I was ready to throttle him. And then the transformation occurred. What have I been saying, Colin? It's all about this season. Transformational growth. Uh-huh. Isn't that what everything in Should, Star Wars is about? But this season specifically <laughs> with the green color and and Mandalore being green glass and all of that and, and Grogu being green and all of it. Just basically pointing in the direction of Mandal- this group of Mandalorians has got to transform and grow, which has been my point all along, that they're not villains and they're not bad. They just need to grow out of this basically they're they've imprisoned themselves in their armor for life for permanently and even if they don't take the armor off they need to respect other mandalorians that choose to not do that yeah and so anyway that's that's what friggin happens in this episode and it had me almost crying but um as far as paz goes 
come on, when he said, why should we sacrifice again? And when he said, because we are Mandalorians, and he yelled it. He didn't even just say it. The the boy yelled it. Nope. Wow. Absolutely not. Heart I of hated stone. It. I hated it. I hated it. I did not like it. Sorry. I didn't. Explain yourself. I don't like that character. I understand. I, I don't hate either. that character. I don't either. But when he said, because we are Mandalorians. But like, why is it gotta be him? Well, though? I understand. <laughs> this is my it beef. It could have been someone else. This dude. is my beef also. God forbid you give another Mandalorian besides the three who have, the four who have had the dialogue. Like, there's so many other Mandalorians who haven't actually had dialogue. Okay. That'd be cool. Like, that'd be kind of sick. Okay. And I, and I also, get. Also, the armor, God forbid. Tries to hype up the Mandalorians a little bit. <laughs> Honestly. Bo-Katan doing it would also be crazy. That would show some cool... Uh, she did. She had two great speeches. Mm. Well, maybe uh, maybe one. I think maybe it was, it was one. one. Oh, yeah. And then Armor had another one. But, okay. But, honey, like... I understand the impact. But the deliver the character, I can't. He, I can't. He was the one that did not like Din, that, did, that called him an apostate, that tried to kill him to get... The dark saber. Like, good for him. I understand. And now he's like, you're my buddy. You're my pal. We're all Mandalorians. Let's go. I don't trust Hua. him. You are a fool, my friend. You uh, are the fool. You oh, trusting come him? On. Foolish. Foolish. No, I'm I, not ever getting caught. I'm never getting caught off guard <laughs> like you. you. You stay off your guard so we can prove it. Boom. Uh, well, you're wrong. But anyway, bet. I bet, bro. I do bet. bet. I do. Let's okay. go. All right. He's going to turn. He's going to kill someone. Um, watch him kill the armor. The what if imagine some some Lion King activity, dude, right there. Imagine you're nuts. Come dude, on, dude. I'm manifesting. I'm just kidding. I'm not, <laughs> you're I'm not, wasting I'm not. your manifestation <laughs> power. Here's the only problem with this character. Again, I'm going to say it. John Favreau. He's not a good actor, dude. Take, turn in your mic. <laughs> this is not what you should be doing. Because Ooh. first of all, I'm not even saying he's not a good voice actor. That is not my issue. My issue is his voice is too recognizable. Is, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. And every time he speaks, it takes me out. It takes me out of the story. Every time. No, mm. Without fail. Even, yeah. even that. I had to like pretend first. Okay, let's just pretend that's not Jan, John Favreau screaming into a microphone because I know that it is. It just is. And he's giving himself like this redemption arc. It's just so, come on, dude. Come on. Like, why are you refuting my, why were you coming at me just a second ago when you're just now saying exactly the thing that I'm Because feeling? I'm getting past it to say that that was an amazing moment in the, in the story. Yeah, it was an amazing moment, but it was followed up by the exact same thing that's been happening. Which is? He what? saves the day all the time. And he's just like, <laughs> he, the large gun. It's just so. Well, okay. Dear Lord, dude. Again, the fact that he's giving himself the large gun is, like, is, is, is bad. But but that was a cool, I mean, the sound. The I mean, sound yeah. of that rifle is pretty yeah. cool. It's true. It's true. That's true. Um, And I did enjoy him plowing down the pirates. I'm sorry. I did. I can't know what to say, but it is dumb. I, it's dumb. I know. <laughs> I'm so advanced compared to you. Oh, I'm sorry. My intellect is high above. <laughs> Shut up. 
Okay. You are a plebeian. Um, all right. Let's get back to like the important things. like. But the armor beating everyone up. That the, was cool. Oh. Acceptable. Mm. I want more, dude. I want more. That's only the second time this has happened. She's a goddess. Right? She's a goddess. Is that the second time that's happened? That's only? the second time, yeah. Like, why? <clears throat> why have we seen Pabs Vizsla do more than her? This is my question. Because she is special. She's truly special. That's true. That's true. I take it back, actually. She's I very take special. I take it back. You're right. You're he's right. just the muscle. He's, you're right. He's just a dumb big She's dude. She's the way. She's, she's she's the way the one preserving the culture. Ching. Yeah, the Dada Ching. Exactly. I should have known. I should know. Um. Okay. So this whole scene with with the Mandos in the cave. I think it's actually wait. Can I say something real quick? Yes. Do you think <clears throat> it's bad when we when we talk badly about Star Wars on this podcast? Because <laughs> think about it. Like, what no. if what if what if like I get a job there someday and they trace that. This podcast we're not episode being, when I'm bashing. We're not being mean. We're being honest <laughs> uh, about I feel like I'm being a little mean. Well, I'm, I'm not. Harsh. I'm just being like, I don't it takes me out of the show, and that's the truth. But I'm not talking about you. Okay. I'm talking about me. Do you think that it's bad if I talk like how I talk? <laughs> then maybe you should stop being okay, mean. Okay. okay. <laughs> you can I'm not be... saying I don't like John Favreau. John Favreau is a legend, right? He's on King of Queens. Hilarious, right? Hilarious. Long live. <laughs> but like that is one of the funniest episodes. It is. Like, it is. It's awesome. And Seinfeld. Oh he's God. on Seinfeld, too. He's the he, clown. And Friends. He's Bozo the Clown. He did a lot of yeah. good comedy work. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying he's great. He's he's also, obviously, like, trail treaded a lot of ground. Yeah, I guess. Like, with trod, action and comedy. Trod. Yeah, trod. Yeah. But, but, like, my guy, dude. <laughs> Stop giving it's yourself. Like, it's like the composer who writes their self a piece. Yeah. Like, List. He's exactly like Mozart, Liszt, <laughs> Chopin, Rachmaninoff. He's the same. Like, just like writing for himself. You know, that's how it feels. Which is like, okay, I get it. Yo, do you? Like, if it was me, like, if I was in his position, like. I'm going to I'm gonna say Lin-Manuel Miranda a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yes, yes. Like, it's so. He's a genius. It's, yeah, it's. it's but. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I'll, I mean, I won't lie, though. It's, it, it does probably save money. I mean, Two. I guess it does. You're but, right. But like, why would they worry about money? I'm, not, I'm sure they're not worried about money. Yeah. But like, it's just a little, it's just a little hard to swallow. Like, what is sometimes. it like, dude? <laughs> it reminds me of something, but I can't figure out what it is. Well, something I mean, real. List made sense because he used to yeah, write dude. piano music that was so hard nobody like, else could play it. Ah, so stupid. <laughs> Good. All right, can we talk about the Mandalorians, please? I'm living we my are. best life. Yeah, but we're talking about John Favreau, so let's talk about the actual. But it's funny, dude. Like what happens in the show that is sending me levitating into the air. Okay, I will say. So happy. Okay, okay, I will say. <clears throat> this was probably the scene that I appreciated the character the most so far. Well, there you go. That's saying something. Yeah, that's all I'll say. Yeah, because we're Mandalorians. Yeah, that's right. You are. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I'll, de- um, I'll deal for that, but still, I won't deal otherwise. But Din's whole little speech after after that, you know, man, I felt it. I felt it in my heart. Uh, that I don't remember. Oh, my God. Well, he was just like, or maybe he said it before that when he was trying he to did, talk yeah. him into it, helping, but saying, you know. That's right, yeah. 
we need to let our children play oh, yeah, in yeah. the sun. Yeah. Like we need to stop hiding in the sewers. We need to stop hiding in caves. Now is the time to let's go. Let's let's get some sun and grow. Legion type beat. That's that's literally what he's saying. We need to go out into the sunlight yeah. to grow. I and evolve and transform photosynthesis live in the light instead of they're like seeds they are like seeds with like what are those called uh oh god plant biology no not embryo <laughs> but it's like embryo it it's, is it's like sound, embryo it sounds like that i mean they're literally encapsulated no what is the word though i don't remember it sounds like embryo i was not good at plant biology oh it was my not my gosh, fave dude no, I should know this. Well, you don't. Uh. <laughs> we both are failures as bio majors, I guess. No. Um, but I know what you're talking about. But it's like they're actually inside of a, a casing, like a seed. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I got to look it up. And look. then they're going to sprout and then they're going to grow up towards the sun Hold up. and live in the light. What's the thing inside the seed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. Uh, angio? No. No. Anyway, it's all... Oh. What? No, it's called an embryo. Is it? Interesting. I guess so. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, okay. Heck yeah. Anyway, I just have in my notes, growth with like 27 H's, green, light. It's all coming together as we have foreseen. They're like acorns. Yeah. <laughs> as we have foreseen, yes, Colin. Yes. That this is the plan for this season yes. however i am also terrified fruition 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 <laughs> fruition i am also now terrified because Fruituition. it is only halfway over with the season and i wish that this was the finale <laughs> because you right. know it's gonna go downhill some ish is gonna go wrong some ish. real soon and you know what my biggest fear is she died <sighs> we'll talk about it a little more maybe later but <sighs> Um, Bo-Katan is Bo-Katan-ing in this episode. <laughs> that is true. She's organizing the pirate attack. Yeah. She is perfect. Mm. She is a perfect character. Her <laughs> character arc. Uh, yeah. I mean. It's pretty perfect. It's pretty amazing. It's if you good. think back to the Clone Wars. It's pretty good. My goodness. It's, uh, it's, it's this is gonna be it really makes me so happy. Please don't judge that I'm asking this question. I know someone out there is gonna hear me say this question and never listen to this podcast again. Fen Rao, by the way, that was the guy I was trying to think of earlier. Put a pin in it, we'll get back to him. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, was Bo Katan on Death Watch? Yes, see, that's crazy, man. That's pretty well. Crazy. That's why it wasn't that's why I thought it was good. That's why <clears throat> it wasn't surprising to me that she's like. You guys are a cult and, a, and religious zealots. Because she knows. Because she was in Death Watch. Yeah. And these people... Crazy. Spawned from Death Watch. Yeah, that's so crazy. So obviously she's going to call them that. And think that. But now, she's literally looking at the armorer who's saying, do you respect my station? And she's saying, yes, I do, actually. You're not the crazy What does that mean? They keep zealot. using that word station. Like position? Yes, her position. Leadership? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but yeah. I'm muting because I need to um, get a cough drop. Oh. 
I entertain. All right, let's go. Let's go. Oh, jeez. I'm getting a uh, phone. You know that you know that cool art piece that I got a while ago with like all the stripes with every scene from the episode five. I'm getting a phone cover of the same thing. It's gonna be dope. It looks cool. It looks so cool. Um, please come back. I'm struggling. Help. Help. You can't last two minutes without me. Can no, you? I probably could. It's just I'm lazy. <clears throat> okay, so I want to I want to give this speech that she gave to the Mandalorians. I wrote it down. Oh, okay. Who? Bo-Katan. Oh, okay. Navarro is an independent planet and no longer under remnant Imperial or New Republic protection. But it's that very independence that makes it appealing for you to settle. You lived there once, hiding in the sewers, but now you can be heroes. Foo Fighters. <laughs> Foo Fighters line. And... David Bowie. Oh yeah. Da, da. <laughs> da. <laughs> you beat me. <clears throat> My throat was completely fine until I got here. Uh there's something in it's your room. Stuffy in here. I told you it was humid. Gosh. This guy. Remember him? Yes, I do. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. I maybe. need the face. That that'd be like a maybe. You are pivoting. Stay on topic. Sorry. No pivots. Okay. Um, and then I also wrote down after that, Mandalorians are the coolest. Fight me. <laughs> Fight me. Bo-Katan is the coolest. The gauntlet is the coolest. The armor is What's the coolest. The gauntlet? the gauntlet is her ship. That type of uh, ship that like flips. Oh, that's the- why they called it gauntlet. It's like the coolest ship. I, I was really confused why that one character called it the gauntlet. Like I, I don't know if gauntlet. that's a class of ship or it if it's be. the name. I think it's the class. How would they know? How do they know the name that she calls it? I guess it? that's true, yeah. <laughs> because no. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, I want to mention how the Kowakian monkey lizards. Oh, heroes. Are kind of Pivotal. the familiar of Navarro. Yeah. It's cool. However, the, the monkey lizards are being treated. And whatever the monkey lizards are doing is what the planet is doing. Like when when Navarro sucked and the impact and the Imperial Remnant were there, they were literally getting roasted in. Oh, yeah. yeah. When um, for grief cargo like turned it into like this prosperous place, they're hanging out in the trees. They're having a great time. They're partying. They're being, you know, they're hanging out when the pirates come. They're getting used as target practice. But when the Mandalorians come, they're like. They're over there. Yeah. They're extremely sentient. <laughs> True. <laughs> I mean, they're able to like, yeah, yeah. So people that don't Homo like. sapiens in Star Wars. People that don't like um, Salacious B. Crumb. Wake up, dude. Wake up, bro. What have I been saying for 40 years about him, too? He's coming back. Said the same thing about Boba <laughs> so Fett. Yep. Dude, and I imagine. Said, uh, I mean, I don't know how we'd the know. The circle is complete if Salacious Crumb comes back. I don't know how we would know specifically that Salacious Crumb. Someone says the name? I guess maybe. Also, how is it? Who named it that? Like, who named it that? I think the guy that does the voice named it that. Oh, and I'll never remember his name, but oh, he's so a legend. Cool. He's a legend. Really? Yeah. Awesome, dude. That's cool. Um, yeah, I think that guy named him. So he's just crumb. That's awesome, dude. That's so cool. 
um, yeah, so interesting that the the monkey lizards are somehow bound to the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. True. And I think in a way, them bringing them back like this is their way of saying salacious crumb lives. I think that's I think that's what they're trying to You're say. You're reaching. <laughs> You're delving in too deep. <clears throat> so there's this fantastic um it's not an invasion. What's That's like good. the battle term for when you're coming in to save people? It's not an invasion. Uh, well, like, D, like like D-Day? Yeah. Uh, evacuation? They're not, though. They're actually trying to kick out the pirates. So. Oh, 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 uh, uh, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. I can't think of the term. Ah. But it's not an attack. Like coup, I mean, it is an attack. A coup, they're like just, an upheaval, they're, uprising. They're attacking the invaders, basically. Liberate. They're trying to oh, liberating. They're trying to liberate yeah. Navarro from the pirates. Yeah, about time we get some actual like Star Wars in this show, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For God's sakes. You know actual what? Actual guns this time, dude. You're full of it. They've been doing that a lot this season. <laughs> I know, I'm joking, I'm joking. Th- this is the first time there's been a a battle, though, like on the ground. Yeah, like a planned yeah. battle. Yeah. I like that. I want more of that. <laughs> and, and, and and who planned it? Yeah. Who is our who is our five star general? Facts. Bo Katan. Again, Bo Katanning. Super hard. But like why don't they I wish there was a show of Star like a Star Wars show or, or something that was literally every episode just a well, Clone Wars. <laughs> I take it back, I take it back. Oh my god. Clone Wars is literally every episode is a different battle. That's why it's the best. That's why it's the best. Yeah, we've had that already for like eight years or however long it was on. But that's why it's the best. That is why it's the best. I can't argue with that statement. Because the creativity required to come up with different battles. Yeah, true. That's true. insane, bro. Like hundreds of battles. George was really... He was a tactical man. He was really in his bag during yeah. during Clone Wars, I feel like. It's really cool. Um but honestly, like battles is worth battles are like some of the most interesting historical pieces, man. Mm-hmm. Like real battles. It's so interesting to read about like old, old battles. Yeah. Cause like strategy back in the day is like mm-hmm. still used today because of how like well it worked. And how ingenuitive in, in, in like, uh, what's the word? In, ingenuity? Ingenu- Ingen- ingenuous? Ingenuous? I don't know. Uh, but Ingenious. Like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, and then you look We're at America. So and then you look at the United States. And like every battle during the Revolutionary War <clears throat> resulted in a retreat. It's so funny, dude. They still won. Like, how is that possible? Can we just talk about that? Ow. How did they? I mean, I know how they won. But like, it's crazy, man. They, they lost like so. <laughs> they lost all the time. It's crazy. Anyway. Well, I'm off of, more I, Star Wars battles because they used to do this a lot in Game of Thrones. Sometimes I wonder, ah, uh, when are we gonna get a big battle in Star Wars that oh, like a Lord of the Rings battle takes from <laughs> history? Dude. You know, well, oh yeah, Game of Thrones did that. That's true. Mm-hmm. With the the Battle of the Bastards, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they have. Maybe they have. I feel like the Gungan thing. Uh, it's probably similar to oh, something. I'm glad you brought up the Gungans because I forgot to put oh. this in my notes, but I want to mention it at the end. Remind me. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, we got to get going. I got to get okay. to the studio. You know okay. Well, this was a very, very good plan. I have it to was. say. 
Because you're taking advantage of, like she said, the element of surprise. You're taking advantage of the fact that the N1 is way faster and more agile than any other ship that we've seen. Definitely around. like a David and Goliath situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're taking advantage of the fact that you have this group of armored badasses that just for fun beat <laughs> yeah. each other up on the beach. Yeah. Just for shits and giggles. Like that's what they do for fun and yeah. community. That's their like. That's their like um, Labor Day picnic, beating yeah. each other up. <laughs> yeah. Plus the armor, plus Bo-Katan piling the gauntlet. Like this, the, they were not gonna lose. Like this was yeah. not. They were never gonna lose this. Did any of them die? Um, it seemed like a couple Mandalorians might have died on the planet. Brutal, brutal. But it's also um, sad to see Mandalorians die now. I know. I hate it now. It sucks. But it is so funny to me that. Because before, you know, Din left Grogu back with the armor when he was when oh, yeah, was Grogu? Oh, he yeah, was yeah. literally sitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Din is his car seat. Yeah, yeah. Sitting on his lap during all of this, like he's so not worried about getting killed <laughs> by these clowns that like, kind of he <laughs> he brings the baby and lets him sit on his lap. I mean, to me, that's just hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I really liked that line where Grief Karga said, but you're outnumbered 10 to 1. And he said, I like those odds. And Grief, Karga, Grief Karga said, I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is good. It's like, good. It's good. It's good. It's good guy talk. Good guy talk. It's, it's, a, I like a little machismo occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Um, okay. So they obviously, you know what I want though? Kick their butts. You what? know what I want though? What do you want? I know you don't like this. What? I'm not going to say it. Good, because I don't know what you're going to say. And I'm worried you're going to say something really dumb. And I'm going to have to be like, Colin, no. I'm <laughs> like, so curious. Like, what you'd say. I want the Millennium Falcon to get blown up. I had to sit through that you for months. You know me so well. I was going to say, like. What, you don't like the N1? No, I love the N1. Oh. But... It blowing up would be really cool. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like Bo-Katan ship, I don't want to blow up. Actually, there's a, there's something with me in my brain. I think it's because I'm like, I don't know if I'm like a, a masochist or something, but like I just want to see, I want to see things blow up in Star Wars, because those that sound is so good. They always make their explosions sound so good. <laughs> That's the only reason so you just want to have sound effects, dude. The sound of the the sound of the rest in peace Razor Crest blowing up. One of the coolest explosions in Star Wars, I will say. One of the coolest explosions in Star Wars is the sound of that ship blowing up. Why you gotta bring that up, man? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Dude. Why you gotta remind me? I'm just saying. I'm still not over it. <laughs> I'm probably never gonna yeah, be over it. Yeah, that was brutal. That was brutal. That was so rude to everyone. And then you have the nerve to laugh at me last week about. Well, no, I was laughing because of I was Bo laughing. Tan's throne room no, getting destroyed. No, I was laughing out of shock that that happened like i was just like you've got to be kidding me like this is the this is the the one thing <laughs> literally the one thing left besides but her ship i guess did you i sent you a picture of the t-shirt right that they have at celebration one of the no. official pieces of t-shirt or official pieces of merch is a t-shirt of bo katan sitting on her freaking throat oh sweet that's cool and none of my friends told me about it tough Hate your friends. I have no friends because uh, anybody dude. 
who loves me would have told me that they saw that and no one did. I'm calling everybody out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't appreciate not being told about it. And yes, I did find out about it on my own. Tough. But what if I had not? Then what? You would have just watched everyone walk around with that shirt. You would have been like. Absolutely. Absolutely not. Furious. Yes. Yeah. All right. What were we talking about? Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, the battle. Ah. Battle was great. It was very good. Um, I liked it. And I, like you said before, for just the second time, we get to see the armor throw yes. down. Good stuff. It's actually pretty violent this time. I think the first time was not as violent. Oh, it was though, because she was swinging those things around and crushing helmets. Like, oh really? I no, mean, this I, time they didn't have armor. I, though, that's true. Really. I guess this was like actual in the in the noggin getting yeah. whacked with a hammer. You did, son. Um, but what's really cool though is that is Grief Karga's office. Like that's yeah. the that's the high seat of that's the throne room basically. Yeah, yeah. of Navarro. True. And that's where she is. Like she goes to the top and takes them all out in in the basically the throne room of Navarro. Right. And stands there like. Beast mode. I'm done. <laughs> Beast I'm mode. I'm done now. You can do what you want down there. Um, that was super, super cool. Yeah, um, that was cool. And then after the battle, like the Navarro wins. Is that what we're calling them? Sure. The, the 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 citizens citizens of Navarro is the what Navaroons 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 <laughs> Navaroons uh, come from the flats and the Mandalorians chase them out of good the town stuff. yeah and they are just helpless but then this the you know <sighs> seaweed evil. king actually bad yeah really really evil bad guy for real. I was kind of like, ooh, this is cruel. This is bad. This is evil, actually. He has lost. Like, there is no question. But he's going to take out the freaking town just just because. Townspeople? Yeah. Yeah, all the people. War crime, my guy. It is kind of war crime. But then we get to see Den and Bo-Katan take him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Town. Yeah. In a ball of flame. Yes. Rest in peace. Pirate King. Green Shard. Best, yeah. One of the best character names in all of Star Wars. Honestly, cool Gotta character. Say. Cool character anyway, too. I liked that character. I thought it was I mean, perfect. I thought the dude playing that character was perfect, bro. It's so, it's just, it's so Disney to me to have I really liked, yeah, yeah, yeah. full-on pirates. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also really liked the interaction between him and Grief Karga. I thought that interaction was really Oh, yeah. Their, their chemistry was like shockingly very good. Yeah. When they like, had whoa. their little phone call yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. And he says he looks like he's dressed up and to go to his yeah, wedding pop. or something. Pop, he's yeah. The word pop. I'm like, oh, he got him, bro. Yeah, you <laughs> got him. But yeah, uh, I don't know. He, he could be bad. There's no way, dude. He would have his face would have burned. I guess so. seaweed. <laughs> I guess so. he would have dried up like SpongeBob in the movie. <laughs> I guess. Um, and then, like we said, that that vain guy deserts. Oh, yeah. And flies off. So we might see him again, Squidward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So just a little bit about Brief Karga. I wrote down that he had his rebirth, basically, in season one. Yeah. Because he used to be a bad guy, which 
hardly can remember that at this point, that he used to be a, a bad, bad guy. Yeah. Um, and then he meets, uh, he meets Grogu and Grogu physically heals him. And then he just falls in love with Grogu like everybody does. <laughs> yeah. It seems like. Yeah. Um, and, you know, again, to say Marie Claire Gould on um, what the forest calls him the Grogu is the elixir in your uh, yes in well, your yeah, literally in your hero's journey the um the icker he fixes right? and heals that, oh that's the blood of the gods right is it i think so um because that because it can like heal oh you. i see but you know in the hero's journey like it's all about taking the elixir back to the community uh, that's what the hero does yes and he's um she likes to call him the actual that he's the elixir so it that's makes cool. sense that's an that interesting connection. people have these healing transformative moments in his presence yeah. all the time, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. So for sure. um and piggybacking off of that, you know, that's I I guess I shouldn't mention it yet because we'll talk about it. But the when Bo Katan and um the armor have their conversation about the way, basically. And that's changing meaning now in the show yeah as i said it would long ago why do you keep saying that because dang it i'm not right mm. very often and i'm super right <laughs> and this episode made me super right and i felt very validated okay okay um fair fair but i like to call grogu you know he's basically he is the balance and he is the middle way of where we're headed even though like we're talking about bo-katan in this episode being being kind of the one, the special one, it is gonna eventually come down to Grogu. It is eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I wrote down Bo-Katan in the armor. Wow, wow, wow. I Power al- couple. I almost cried. Shipped. I actually, like, I almost cried. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. It was good stuff. This is one of my favorite scenes. In the Mandalorian? Ever. Ooh. In Star Wars. Ooh. Cold. That's cold. This scene. Bars. Was so. It's pretty powerful. Powerful. Yeah. It's cool. So Paz. Honestly, it was honestly like when I watched it, I was like, it felt really out of place for the show that it was. You know what I mean? Like it felt like it was above so above it just had <laughs> a lot was of happening in that episode it was literally just a pirate battle <laughs> we just watched pirates and mandalorians yeah, yeah, yeah. having a fight yeah, I, like I that understand. felt like a season finale i know what you mean like that felt like a season finale. it did feel like a season finale definitely um anyway paz goes and whispers in bo katan's ear after after everything's over and the battle's over and everybody's like happy um oh i t- totally skipped the part about where grief Karga says you are welcome to live here, Mandalorians. You have a home now. The biggest homie. The realest. Almost cried again. Like, I was just like. Yeah, that was really cool. Yay. This is perfect because they used to live there, but they were like hiding underground. Yeah. It's good writing. And it's um, good writing. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. Yeah. When Navarro was like a scary place and they had to live underground. And now it is like this bright living place yeah 
where monkey lizards can freely sit in the trees and not be shot at or eaten. <laughs> but indeed, so he's like, you are welcome here. You don't have to hide anymore and you don't have to live in caves. You can have an actual home in a community. And, um, you know, if they're going to be living by the hot springs, even better. Yeah. Even better, they have a water source all for themselves. Yeah. But what when you brought up the Gungans, it's very it felt very uh, it felt very Gungan. True, um, true, true. Oh, Naboo. Naboo. True. Uh that's a good point. To me. That's a good point. They can mutually mm. benefit each other. Dang. Because Nailed it, bro. Nailed it. On top. On top. Oh, I'll give you Oh, thanks. I'll give you props thanks, for that. Bro. That's good. That's Woo. good. Woo. I don't I don't hear this very often, no, people. No, this is good. very I, important. That I did not think at all the symbiosis the symbiosis of them living there is Mm. perfect it's perfect because grief carga needs a little they're not they they keep saying we're not under the protection of the new republic and um we just kicked the pirates out and we kicked the imperial remnant out we want to be an independent system and right, yeah. live our lives and not be bogged down with any authoritative, you know, BS. And so do the Mandalorians. Like, they do too. They have their own thing going on. They don't want to be bothering with other people, you know, getting on their case all the time. <laughs> it's a perfect <laughs> it's a perfect symbi- symbiotic relationship because they're the muscle. The regular people that live in Navarro are just like, they're going to be farming and doing all this stuff. The Mandalorians can stay out in their, their town and a fiefdom perhaps they can just like, I don't know if they still want to have their little battles on the beach. Go ahead, I guess. Yeah. Um, but a fiefdom. It's so good. The fiefdom, I guess. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It is. And so that made me so incredibly happy. But yeah. again, this is the middle of the season. This can't this can't stand. Uh, <laughs> Why isn't this the finale? I don't know, man. Uh, okay, back to where I almost cried. Also, I don't. I, hmm? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but this is like again one of my most favorite moments. I know. That's in why all I want you to get to it. I want you to get to it. So, so like, Paz and Go gets Paz goes to get. I, I always write BK down in my notes, so if I call her BK accidentally. Burger King? <laughs> yeah, Bo-Katan. Yeah. The armorer would like to speak to you. I sat uh, up. I sat up <laughs> straight in my seat. Okay. What okay. is this going to be? Yeah. I had a good feeling, but I didn't know. Okay. Um. So <laughs> right. Paz brings him down into the forge. Exactly the way... Din was, brought Din down. was brought down indeed, into indeed. the forge. First episode? Yeah, first episode. Oh, man. That's... That was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. She starts talking about how she has seen, she had been to the um, the forge on Mandalore and how grand it was and how huge it was and how there was music of hammers in the air because there were so many people forging yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, Mandalorian armor at this giant yeah. forge. Yeah. And, you know, Bo-Katan's like, I've been there too. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty dope. Pretty dope. <laughs> so she's looking at basically the ruins of her forge that had been there um, in season one and says, well, you know, this forge is obviously not that. Yeah. Um, But it does the same exact thing. 
Like it's the same thing. It's just grand one and simple one. And now it's, you know, hasn't been used for a while. Now the simple is the grand one. Um, so basically it's like, we can be Mandalorians anywhere. Oh, it sucks that our planet was destroyed. Obviously that is a, that is horrible and horrific. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we don't need to go back to Mandalore mm. to be Mandalore. Like Indeed. Mandalore is us. We are Mandalore. Indeed. Wherever we settle is Mandalore. That's true. Is basically what I think she was saying. And then I was like, remember how last week I was like, they can't kill off the armorer because she doesn't have an apprentice. Big yikes. <laughs> I I think she's maybe going to offer an apprenticeship. <laughs> an, an internship. Mandalorian to, an internship. apprenticeship to somebody. I hope it's not freaking Paz. I really hope it's not. Um, I hope it's Bo or Din. Mm. Please. Yeah. I actually thought in this scene she was going to offer it to her. And she was going to be like, sense. I want to teach you yeah. my ways. Because... Um, it doesn't make sense to have only one person that knows how to do this stuff because, you know, something could happen. Maybe Grogu knows the ways just by watching or oh. something. Oh, maybe. Maybe, maybe she's maybe. secretly smuggling him in. But <laughs> the conversation took a turn that did. I did not expect. Indeed. Take off your helmet. I was like, whoa. I, I, <laughs> I was like. like <gasps> I, I was actually like, yo, yo. I was laying in bed and I was like. I gasped. Fully gas. You know, I said this in the last podcast. <gasps> what? You know? Yeah. I'm just going to say, I receive tension. I receive tension. You know what I'm saying? Between, Between the them? Those, oh, oh, sure. There was, there was much tension. Much. No, you know what I mean, though? Oh, romantic. Absolutely. Brother. <laughs> this is my brother in Christ. Absolutely. My oh, you're not alone. Sisters in Christ. You are not alone. Don't worry about it. It's, I ship it. That was but, a little when when that was said. I'm like, dude, chill. <laughs> I'm like, chill. It's too much. Uh, well, I honestly, in the moment, I didn't really take it as oh, bro, that brother. I didn't because I was so taken aback first oh of all well and then secondly like oh my god this is huge <laughs> oh my god they're gonna kiss this is huge <laughs> though it's huge i for a second there bro but no you're right it, they are so shippable it's not yeah, funny it's, it's so strange so shippable <laughs> but the hugeness of this moment this is what i was talking about last time she is not a villain okay She's not. They are not bad people. All she's done. Imagine thinking the Mandalorians are bad people. All she did <laughs> was basically save an entire culture. That's all. Like, that's all <laughs> she was doing. That's all she was trying to do was save this culture and save this these people. That's it. For sure. And I, you cannot blame somebody for that. You just... Did she have some kooky ideas? Yeah, she did. I I said that last time, like this whole wearing your wearing your helmet 24-7 and demanding that people do that. No, 
no, we really can't be doing that. That's not community. You can't even share a meal together. That's that's come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta we gotta grow. We gotta transform. Yeah. This is it. I don't want to hear any more slander Yo, chill, against chill, chill, my chill, queen. Okay, I don't want to hear any more slander. She's doing what she had to do to save these people. That's it. That's all. And I'm just gonna say I got a DM today. <laughs> Okay. I got a DM today from I'm gonna draw I'm gonna talk about her again because Bestie. Okay. Marie Claire. Oh, okay. Sent me a DM. Yeah, yeah. And said, Have you listened to What the Force yet? And I said, No, I'm I'm I haven't recorded with Colin yet. I'm saving it for my flight to London. Underground podcast network is at work. (laughs) We talk every day, like literally every day. The underground. Yeah. So um I said, No, I'm saving it for my flight. And she said, I just wanted you to know. I I basically went off on a rant about the armor and how she's not evil, and I and she thinks that and we've agreed on this previously actually that if you see her as evil, ah, uh, be careful. You are projecting something onto her that you yourself okay. have not <laughs> dealt with. All right, all right, yeah, I agree. Um, what's fun about talking? I mean, about- I think that's the case with literally everything too. It is the case. With, it is the case. But, but this, this is pretty stark. Like, but, yo. But this was fascinating. It's how very many, weird. Really fascinating. How many people were like, she's bad. She's evil. She's got to go down. She needs to die. Like, what? 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 so weird, man. I don't understand. Yeah. It really is weird. Um, But every, and I, and I wrote her back and I said, um, I can't wait to listen to that. That's going to be amazing. But also that pretty much every people, everybody that I, had a conversation with that felt the opposite of me that felt she was evil or bad in some way and, and needs to either transform or die. Um, every single one of them said, but that could just be my fill in the blank trauma talking or something to that effect. Like a couple people said Christian right wing trauma valid. (laughs) <laughs> but just but if you again, I would ask that you watch this show maybe again and watch what she's doing and saying and how she's acting. Nothing that she has done has not been in service of preserving an almost extinct culture and people. I would agree. She's not out there rounding up people, forcing them into a cult, like forcing them to stay. They're free to go if they don't want to stay. Yeah, calling somebody an apostate is kind of mean. <laughs> but again, this is this yeah. is what I'm talking about. This mm-hmm. scene is where the capital G, capital R, capital O, capital W, capital T, capital H is transforming oh. her hard. and the children of the watch. Because when like Bo-Katan comes out without a helmet on, they were shook. They were shook. I was like, ooh. I know. This is this is crazy. This is okay. Bold. But um she tells Bo Katan to take her helmet off. And even she is like, uh, really? What? Uh, and she says to her, Do you respect my station? And she says, Yes. Dude, I'm telling you. Take dude, off your helmet. I'm telling you, dude. Honestly, it made me a little uncomfortable. Oh my gosh, come on. I'm sorry, it really did for a moment. It so did. you didn't read this as a huge transformation. Of course I did. Okay, okay. Of course I did. All I, right. No, after this scene, like it was awesome. But like okay. but like the dialogue was so parallel to that. I mean, I guess. Yeah. But it just 
Ooh, it got me in the Mando feels like hardcore. No, yeah, true. Like it was really cool. <clears throat> I thought it was um like I said, I was very surprised. Not that like it was happening, but that it was happening at that moment. Like I thought that was a crazy decision to make. It it really what the heck is gonna happen now? What happened the rest of this <laughs> For episode? The next of the season, dude. Yeah, like, what happened what happened between them the rest of this episode? Like I said, I thought she was gonna offer her an apprenticeship. That's what I thought this was about. And it was so far beyond that. No, it was turned out to literally be Starbuck again. It was it was a <laughs> actual something that I thought was going to take the rest of the season yeah. to do, which yeah. is also why I'm worried. Yeah, yeah. for her well being. Right. Um, but this was it. This is here. Here is the, here it is on a silver platter. She's not terrible. She <laughs> can change and grow and transform like she needs to. Yeah. To move forward, which was the whole point. Yeah. That's the point. Um, Yo. so she says, our people have strayed from the way or, but, um, the armor says our people have strayed from the way and it is not enough for a few to walk it. We must walk it together. And Bo-Katan hey. says, this is the way. Oh, yeah. And the armor Fire. armor says, we must walk the way together. All Mandalorians. That was interesting. Why do you think she said it twice? Because they're trying to hammer it home that this is the way is changing meanings. Mm. It no longer means Uh, if you want to live, if you want to be in this covert, you're going to have to follow our very strict rules. You're free to go if you don't want to. But we feel like we're real Mandalorians. You know what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Basically, to me, what this is saying is that she no longer believes that. She believes that because Bo-Katan saw the mythosaur and doesn't and wasn't a part of their covert, like wasn't a part of their um, culture, hardcore culture, that that means something that must mean something and it must mean something big and important. So um, Bo-Katan says, I understand. And then uh, the armor says, I was taught that the mythosaur existed only in legends and yet you saw it. It is a sign that the next age is upon us. Mandalore must all come together. You have walked both worlds. You are the one who can unite us. Bars. Chills. Straight bars. Chills. Full body chills. Even just now reading it again. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was... uh... I thought it was refreshing for sure. Both because I I could not be a huge Bo-Katan stan. And she has finally... God bless this woman. It's like time. The suffering and the hardship yeah. and just no hope and yeah, true. no happiness and being alone and all of this. Like, yeah, they finally gave her something. She's finally, like, got a community and something to hope for. Yeah. And um, so... They walk outside and Bo-Katan doesn't have her helmet on and everybody's like grasping, like clutching their pearls. Like what the hell is going on? And um, the armorer says Bo-Katan Kreese. I love when she uses like her full name. Bo-Katan Kreese is going off to bring other Mandalorians in exile to us so that we may join together once again. And then, of course, Paz. Bunchy shows her face. (laughs) 
Yo. Of course it's got to be him yeah. that says that. I mean, I wish they would have had Din say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. made more sense that way. It kind of would have. Um, <sighs> but she reiterates, Bo-Katan walks both you know worlds. You, hold on, hold on. Do you know that meme with, with Peter Griffin from Family Guy when he gets shot in the knee with an arrow? No. And he's just like... <sighs> And he just like does it for a minute straight. <laughs> that is what he is to me. It's just I, when I see him and hear him, I'm in the crippled position with a knee. With All an arrow right. In the knee, just All right. Back and forth. Let's try not to make every episode the Paz Vizsla uh, hour of it's so complaining. Funny it's so funny. Okay, fine, fine, fine. fine. What were you saying? Uh, she shows her face. Bo-Katan walks both worlds. She can bring all tribes together. It is time to retake Mandalore. Mm. And then the very Game of Thronesy music that was playing. <laughs> yeah. Like it was so it was, very it was, Danny. It was, like it was, it, I got Danny vibes. I really did. Yeah, for sure. Um, that. But I, again, I just, I love this character so much. And her arc is just so incredibly awesome. I want to watch all those Clone Wars episodes again. I want to watch Rebels again. I want to. I just want to start at the beginning and watch this arc curve yeah. because it's so good. Yeah, true. And I love it. Okay. Um. So I have step one: unite Mandalore. Yeah, notes, yeah. ma- reunite Mandalorians via Bo-Katan. Step two: rebuild Mandalore. Step three: walk the middle way. Grogu is still the balance. All of this is happening because of him and his being a Mandalorian. It's true. Okay. That's what I think. Those How do you feel about well, that? Well, you have notes. I know, but I'm talking about like the whole she walks in both oh. worlds. It's so mythological. It's like so. It really is. Damn. It's like. It's like, um, like they're calling her out as being the like a chosen one. Basically. To be, okay, I'll be honest with you. I keep bashing on this season. This season is probably the closest to what George Lucas would write. With the Mandalorian. I'd have to think about that, but I think it's I, I so, can totally dude, agree with that. Like the prequels, George Lucas, like you can't think of, don't think of like original trilogy. I'm no, talking no, no, about prequels. wild George Lucas, like yeah. blue sky, do yeah. whatever you want, George Lucas. Yeah. But like super driven by hero's journey I can to see the that. point where it's like, oh my God, dude, come on. <laughs> like that's what it feels like. It feels like, sure. it feels like he's like, he, he's on, he's got his paws on it. Like he's like, yeah. <laughs> like that guy is behind this uh-huh. you know it yeah. kind of feels like, I like that, guy. that i like it yeah like oh just uh take your helmet off <laughs> you're in both worlds like that's george man that's like so simple but like, that's, that's literally the that's hero the life force, that's for sure. that's literally the hero's journey like yeah. to go from being in the regular world to the underworld and back and forth and oh, yeah. back and forth and do whatever like you can go back and forth yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're really calling her out. They're putting her on a pedestal as kind of a chosen one. Yeah. And that's true. I am so freaking here for it. We've been waiting. I have two Bo Katan outfits already <laughs> um, for yeah. celebration. And I'm going to buy that throne shirt. So Fair. I think I tweeted out how many Bo Katan outfits for celebration are too many Bo Katan outfits for celebration. Oh. I already got the manicure. The manicure's done. It is done. It is On sick. Fleek. Yeah, it is. It I is. Say. I have the best manicurist <laughs> oh God, place. It's fantastic. All right, come on, come on. I, I need to, now. It's the point where I need to use the restroom. So okay. Now we're not messing around. 
Okay. Um, I just wrote, this is the way Children of the Watch and the Armor have transformed through growth, just like I said it would. Now they have a new home. Why do you keep saying that? Now they can bring others in and and together as well. And I wish this was the end of the season right here. <laughs> well, maybe it can be. Maybe um, it's like now we're on season 3.5. No, because now, unfortunately, um, now that the armor has transformed. She did. She gone. She's not gonna make it. She's she not gonna make it. No, no. But see, here's why George was better. George found the Dang. loophole of the of the Force Ghost. You True. can kill off. Hey, hey, we don't know. Obi Wan. We don't know. And Yoda. We don't. And Qui Gon. We don't know. I know. I don't. There know. could be something. There could be something. And, like having her helmet or something. And know. my my um, this is just my gut instinct because I am. He has said it out loud before that this is how he has he feels he has to kill these mentors off. He feels like he has to. It's part of the hero's journey. Bloody blah. blah, blah. <laughs> it's so dumb. Please, dumb. my guy, take so take the Joseph Campbell circle with the line through it. Off your freaking office wall for five minutes. Can you please? Can you just see that George found the loophole for that? So even though he was killing off the mentors, it was okay because they could be worse ghosts. Right, right. And it's not a total loss, and we never and we never see them again. It's it, it was it was brilliant. It is. So why don't you like think of a way? Or just don't kill her. But I'm saying, like, think of a way to have a have have her live and be a mentor and it be okay. And of course, obviously, Bo-Katan, if you touch her, we are not speaking ever again. John, John, we're done. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, all right, please. Quick all right. Man. All right. <laughs> so this epilogue, this epilogue, uh, Teva, Teva finds a Lambda shuttle. It's been obviously um, like disabled and there's a big hole in it and everybody's dead. And that he figures out that it was Moff Gideon's prison transport shuttle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that this, and quote unquote, this was an extraction. So somebody came in and got him. Yeah. There's a fragment of Beskar embedded in the wall. And, you know, Mandalorians, question mark? No, I don't think so. Yeah, that's probably not. Um, honestly. My mind went straight to that lady from season two. Yep. Uh, Morgan Elspeth, who she was in the Ahsoka episode. She had the best of the season. She had the best scar spear. Yeah, it was hers. True. So and she works for Thrawn. True. So I think it was either them Thrawn because we don't know what happened to her. She they never showed her dead. No body, no death, as far as I'm concerned in Star Wars most yeah. of the time. So I think it was either her or someone else working for the, wherever she got her best car from. Maybe someone else in that organization also has some best car armor or something. Um, and then my other thought was like the Fen Rao. That was that was who I was trying to think of earlier. Um, that faction of Mandalorians maybe they still are functioning. And that would be a very, like that would almost be more interesting. Oh yeah. In terms of the Mandalorian, the Mandoverse, you know, because now they've got, they're trying to unite all Mandalorians and now they got to deal with those clowns. Like, 
I mean, I'm kind of hoping that that's the case. I, I kind of hope it's Mandalorians because that'd be super interesting. It would be very interesting, but internal I'm, and external. Conflict. I'm leaning towards the the Thrawn angle because Ahsoka is coming out so soon, and like we were saying, is Thrawn and Ahsoka? They haven't announced it, but I'm sure he's going to be. Um, huh. It's a secret, but it's like it's going to happen. The blue dude. It's going to happen. Um, he's tied to Ezra, like that whole thing in Rebels. Is Ezra going to be in that show? Oh yeah, they've cast they've cast an actor and everything. He Brother. oh my god, he looks so much like him. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, it's saw. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't. Uh, we didn't get into that panel, but maybe we're gonna get into that panel. We'll see. Okay. I need to manifest a little harder. Um. <laughs> so, but I really feel like like we were saying. I know. I really feel like. Remember, we were saying how um, <laughs> some of this feels like it was supposed to be in the the Rangers of the New Republic yeah. show. This felt like that too. So if that's the case, then I'm leaning definitely more towards the Thrawn storyline mm. because that would have encapsulated yeah. that, yeah, you know, the Ahsoka. I don't know. That's Either fair. way, it's definitely not your run of the mill Mandalorians doing this. I don't think. Probably I'll, not. I'd be surprised. Yeah. Um, okay. That wraps it up. I think. Okay. Right. You have anything else to say? Honestly, no. Um, that's pretty good. Other than. I just don't understand how like you can. You extract this information from a mid television series. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was a joke. It was a joke. I was holding that. Okay. Uh, I like no, this show. I'm. I've never said anything other than the fact that I just I don't do really like the show. I don't trust John Favreau though. But like when I'm watching this show, I'm not thinking about that stuff. I'm thinking about like I'm just listening to like the script. You know what I mean? Like listening to the art. More well, first pass, yeah, first part, first pass, unless something really jumps out of me because subtext jumps out of me all the time. That I mean, I'm also pretty busy and I only ever watch it once. So yeah, like, I mean, yeah, you really need to watch it more than once. That's fair. I'd probably catch that stuff. And you would have a lot more to say about the music, I feel like, too, because the music in this episode it was good, was was very, very good and entertaining. Film scorey. Yeah. Stuff. Joseph. Uh, oh, gosh, what's his name? Something Joseph um, is kind of killing it. He's the new, he's a new composer. It's not oh. it's not oh, yeah, yeah, big yeah. anymore. Um, <laughs> I've got Joseph Campbell in my head, and I that's uh, no. Yeah, it his last name's Joseph. I want to say okay. Um, but he's he is actually doing a really bang up job, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, I am off to London in a couple of days, and I'm bringing my mic, and we are my husband and I. Colin is not going, everybody. Guys. Moment of silence. <laughs> no, please. And the fact that Colin is not going is only... I'm having my own star celebration over here, y'all. It's making me especially sad to say we got into the Lucasfilm Woo! presentation I mean, that's panel. Sick, though. For that's the first sick. time since they've started the lottery. Yeah. And you're not going. It's okay. I deal. I cope. I cope. We cope with this. We cope. But... Like I said, I am bringing my mic. You're just going to tell me everything that happens anyway. It's cool. Just remember everything that happens. Oh, I'm going to have notes. I'm going to take notes. Don't worry. Nice. Um, so we're going to have maybe that to talk about. And while, like, uh, while I'm in the plane on the way home is going to be, I think, when Mandalorian the goes. second to the last episode of Mandalorian. I'm okay. not sure. Are you going to be here before April 14th? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yes, that's why we rearranged our whole trip just for you. Okay. Um, yeah, so, and then we'll have another Mando episode this Tuesday while I'm in London. Yep. 
probably have more time to record before celebration starts. Just FYI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, all right. But, um, and we're going to have to do a huge episode about the Bad Batch because we have neglected the Bad Batch. Oh, I, I have not. I have not. I mean, recording about it. We have okay, been neglected. Okay. Yeah. I have not in spirit. I've been watching and damn. That Why? Don't, no spoilers. <laughs> um, the Bad Batch is essentially a fire per- television series. A my dog. Perfect, fire. perfect Star Wars, except perfect. for I have one tiny complaint that we'll talk about later when we talk about the bad batch but when? but that finale when? when when are we gonna talk about it no when oh. is the thing that you don't like oh it's not it's not like a thing about that, the series no 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 it's about a particular character that Which i character sid oh you're so okay i should i would i should have expected that yeah i should have expected this as disappointed tomfoolery from you as disappointed you okay it was just too on Brother, the nose like dog. come on surprise us come Listen. on but honestly like okay whatever whatever i gotta go okay <laughs> all right if you would like to reach out to us i am on twitter at Frey adjacent and the show has a twitter handle at unknown reach pod i am also on facebook and instagram at Frey adjacent colin you are instagram colin underscore mj underscore Whitlick? Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember. I don't that. think anyone has ever followed me. In uh, probably not, but you never know. <laughs> I mean, we could get, you know what? I'm going to pay attention That's and see if we get any new followers from me so. walking around in my deliver. friggin' Unknown Regions t shirt at a panel and giving out a thousand Unknown Regions buttons. We'll see Are what happens. Are they playing music when you guys walk out? Oh my gosh, no. No? Okay. No. I was wondering. I'm pretty sure they did at. um. Nah, we'll just be sitting at a table. Okay. It's going to be lit, though. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's going to be cool. All right. So happy celebration to all that are going and also not going because there's going to be some streaming, they say, this year. So look and see what's going on. Hey, Colin. Yo. See you around, kid. Peace. Blimey. Thank you for listening to Unknown Regions Podcast. The introductory theme for Unknown Regions Podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regions Podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon.